talking about how to protect our sister. We have to be very careful to clean it out. From the crumbs of Hamas that are stuck onto it, the Nisrach, the Nidbag, the Nidve, Ariga, Sanapa, and they get all, I don't know what every one of those words is, but they, they get stuck into all the little holes of the weaving of the, of, you know, the, the weaving of the strainer. Mm-hmm. The, and on the handle, the, the wooden handle, Yishaf Shafoy, Yishaf Shafoy, and you should wash it very well with water. Also, other things that you use for kneading, which is what we do in the Pesu Halachas, and I think it's used for cold, the rubbing of them is very important because the Shashir is for the end. So for the end, you really have to make a real effort to get it out. First, he says about doing it wet, and then he says about rubbing it, whatever you have to do to get it clean. But now the Ramos says, The English answer. The meaning is um, that you don't use a Napa uh, uh, strainer even. Even if you do hagola, meaning, and the reason is because this the end, this the end that's left over, not because of the hagola. The hagola is fine, but this the end left over. So therefore, if you don't get rid of the end, you can't do hagola to it. The chen kolkiritz is also anything like this. The kohen hakleish, the kohen rebaisin, like a, a grater. I had kisel rechaim, the bottom of the rechaim. The kula mahan hagola, you can't do hagola because. Um, the, the How does he even mention Agala? Well, well, all, all you need is clean it. And, uh, Agala, what is Agala? Because in the halacha before, and we had this special halachas, which we're going to wait till for, special halachas, I think, is used for those mainly to have Agala, even though they were used closed, mm-hmm. cold. So, you know, you might, if you saw the list halacha, you might say, oh, I'm going to do Agala to this thing, I'm going to take care of my problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just don't don't use it, don't clean it, but if I do Agala, I'm okay. He's saying, no, no, no. Even, even Hagol doesn't help because you're not getting rid of the end. So you can get rid of the end. It doesn't help you to do Hagol. So for all these kind of things, with these little holes and cracks and crevices, you can't do Hagol. Um, also baskets that you use for holding chametz, um, meaning like woven wicker baskets. So those things you can't do. It's like a napa that there's too many little places where chametz get trapped and you can't. Um, to have altered. We're going to stop here. There's a little left. We'll do that in the next week. We'll do it in the house. Okay. So this is also used on Pesach, right? Yes. What would they say if they want to use it on Pesach? Can we touch the Pesach food? Okay. Good question. We're going to get to that in a second. Okay. I'm, I'm going to ask you to wait a second. on over here. Okay. We're getting to it. But the, the, just what, what does it say here in the Mechaber and the Ramah? What's going on? There's a Mechaber here. Mechaber and Ramah are very basic Mechabers. Um, now, even the basic brings the day that the Ramah brings also. He's just not passing like that, which is everyone agrees you have to get rid of the end. Everyone agrees that these things are hard to clean. And the Mechaber holds that if you make the effort and you're willing to do what you need to do to get it clean, that's fine. We can accept that. And the Ramah says that's true in the din, but there's a minute that even so, you don't rely on such things and you say that um, there might be a little bit left over and therefore you can't use the clean Pesach. Okay? Is it a Mechaber? It's not the word Mechaber. It's that the Mechaber brings such a minute also. They say it brings that, you know, Minadin, of course, it's mutter. Minadin, you clean it, you clean it. You do what you could. But there's such a minute to not do it. And he's choosing to not pass like that minute. And the Ramah, the Dr. Moshe brings the minute and says that we still pass like this minute. It's a minute. It's not a din. This is not Minadin. It's not a matter of stock. We have the minute. Say it how you want. Okay. I'm saying there are more, but it's saying that there's such a minute. I mean, on top of the din, the din is of course like the machaber. The din is like the machaber, but there's a minute to not use. Okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to, before we really get to talk about that, I'm going to step back for a second. We'll talk about the, the din, what everybody calls, um, uh, kederach machaber. That you clean something up, you clean a certain level of cleanliness, makes it clean. And then we're going to we get that back to Arden over here. Okay, I'll, I'll try to go quickly. 
person, a regular person who didn't know so much, who's coming to Kashmir Kli, would say, how much the end do you have to get rid of? There's two reasons why you have to get rid of the end on a Kli. One is because if you don't get rid of the end, it's going to get into your food. So when you get rid of Kashmir, you still have a piece of Kashmir sitting on your plate. And the second is because to do Hagola, it's going to trade for Hagola water. That's like a second issue that it's going to trade, the little piece of issue that's sitting there in the water is going to trade for the water. Okay, so you have two reasons to get rid of it. So a regular person who's not so sophisticated who looks at it would say, you have to get rid of everything. If you need any little bit, that little bit can get into my food. And so the, that's what uh, someone who's not as sophisticated would say. But, but the truth is that there's this mission in Trumas. This mission, Rodowski brought up this mission in Trumas. It's really brought in the Taz at the end of Tzachot Kayan. Also, maybe in the Mahab, in the Taz at the end of Tzachot Kayan, which says that when you, if you have a container that used to hold oil of Truma, but, and you want to use it for oil of chulin, so what you do is you pour out the container, and when it gets to the point that only three drops in a row come out, whatever that means, some kind of a shear, then you can put chulin into it. Okay, now the mission is clear that there's still more truma into it. The mission says if you buy it, stand it up and more collects, then you have to get rid of it. Not, you see that it's there. The mission has a bunch of cases about some kader hamachabin comes from the wood, and the to sweep out a storehouse. It says there also, also a bunch of things like this that a person bechuyit to clean a certain amount. And when they get to that certain amount, that's good enough. They don't have to get rid of that last little bit. They don't have to scrub out every last little bit. Now, there's a, there are four different stuff in that Mishnah in Tumas. The one that's Mishnah is the Rosh. But the Rosh says that the reason why you only, you're allowed to leave that little bit is because the tiny bit that's going to be left is going to be buffed from the Shishim to the next food. How much could be left already? And it's not considered, it's not considered, um, because it's Enkavos Lovato. You have no, you obviously did a job to try to clean it off. The fact that you left a little bit is considered you're not trying to get it into your food, and therefore it's Enkavos Lovato. Okay. Now, the, in order for us to say that it's Enkavos Lovato, this is sort of, from the Taz says this, it has to be the guy's trying to get this thing clean, he's trying to get it off. And, and the way I said before, and the way Lovato is mocked that, he says is if the guys are trying to clean it, and they say this is what we consider or the way they say it in English, the industry standard of clean, then that's good. So I, I did what I had to do to try to get it clean, and I'm, I, I consider it clean. But if I'm just willing to use it dirty, I don't care that my kalim are dirty, that's not considered Kedarach HaMachabim, that's not considered that I did an industry standard of clean, it's just that the industry couldn't care less if it's dirty. That he holds is not, that's not considered Kedarach and it's sort of based on the time. Okay, and, and within that, just worth the second, that within that, you know, in, in an industry, the way, um, a huge company cleans something is much more sophisticated than a little bakery does around the corner. But for each group in your industry, what would you be considered the wrong way to clean it? That's considered good. Uh, even though the, 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 it's clear that the same reasoning still applies to us. So let's say it'd be a case where it's obviously the thing coming up from the box. But okay, it, it the same stuff still applies. It's just dirty. And they don't care that it's dirty. But so, so why don't you have the same pattern? Okay, so, so the so the reason is because the the Taz says that if a person does something does um, has a choice between having an incavenous lavato and having it together with the incavenous lavato or making the efforts to go get it clean then um, then the Taz says it's like a pitless lachatila to let the incavenous lavato. What do you mean to say that? that because what's the challenge of Allah from Beis? I should give you cases where 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 where, where the guy has a reason why he's. he's He's letting it stay dirty for a very good reason. Okay, so you, you, you could maybe make an argument that the task doesn't apply. There. He has a reason why he doesn't want to clean it. It's, it's taking, you know, three days straight to clean this thing out. So for him, that's not worth it. What's the point? How much a little bit ended up? That could be. Okay, maybe you can make an argument. 
but also the Mishnah does say it's mutter after the guy did a cleaning. The guy did something to make the thing clean. This guy did nothing. The guy did, he didn't do, so, you know, the mission is saying that, you know, if you made your effort to make it clean, then it's good. Maybe that's the case in the mission, because if you talk, you don't. You're going to leave so much behind that it's going to be... Whatever, it's going to be a bit of a No, no, not because it'll be not possible. Okay, maybe, okay. You could maybe make an argument that, um, Rodovsky doesn't buy that. And, and you, you could see that if the guy doesn't clean it, all the sloppiness and the, the slippery slope that we're headed on, how soon okay, people will yeah. be cleaned up again. And there was one differential between Allah and yeah. policy. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Now, this, this rule about cleaning the Kedar this thing, is very negative to places, um, dry places, places that only work with dry powders. That by them, it's, it's almost like a, like a, a, a halacha should be seen like that you won't use water in these places because the water is going to ruin the next product. So they have this, they're very into that, which makes it hard to clean. If you don't use any water, how are you going to clean things? So for them, this is, this, these rules are very, you know, are very important to them to be able to get away with cleaning less than perfectly. Okay? And as we talked about before, that some people too, of, to, so how do I know the guy's really cleaning? That he got off, basically he did a good cleaning. So if they think the company is being a little bit sloppy or is not being so sincere, I'll tell them to run salt through the machinery or to run chocolate through the machinery, something that they know they don't want to be in the next product. If you got salt and you don't want salt in your net or chocolate give a color to the next product. So once the guy did that, then you know he's doing that. You know that he will do a thorough cleaning after or his best cleaning after because he can't afford to have salt in his next suit. So that's a way of just some people use that just as a way to make sure the guys are really doing a, a good job and not just I mean, doing What? If you're not there, I know you did it. Okay, I don't, I, you answer a second question. How do I know that he did? He's there, or what? I, 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 no, no. What I'm saying is, like, the guy says to him, Rabbi, we did our regular, we did our cleaning, and what do I know? How do I know if he's doing, how do I do, you know, how serious he's taking it? It's, it's all kinds of equipment. So we say, between a tray fund and a kosher one, you have to do a salt flush in between. Yeah. That, that's just, that's what he has to do. So then I know that if that's what he's going to do, a good cleaning after. Yeah, okay, so that's a little problem. It's easier to make sure that happens than to, you know, crick cr- right into all his details about how Okay, so, so this is exactly what I'm referring to. So this is a case with a company, you know they're not interested in ha- having their mesquite flavor in the next thing of popcorn. And this is... So how much do you have to go? To? No, so there, there we know that they're going to clean to what you want to know, Let's say you know you've been there, you've seen that it's you know it's not perfectly clean. And so, so do you need a guy send a mashkiach down every time to make sure that it's clean? I mean, what's the, you, you know, they're coming up to us. I I hear what Erdelsky said that a guys like that were, were that's maybe dirty. that's dirty. It's just right. eh, it's sloppy. It's sloppy. Okay, sloppy job. <laughs> Not uh, you know, stop, stop Okay, I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. Now one last question is before we get back to our din, which is what happens? What happens when a, when a company has specifically has two standards of cleaning? They have two ways that they clean that they clean the kale mat. One they clean it regular. This is their cleaning, and one when they have allergens. When they have something that they put that they have if they they make a special cleanup. Well, they have the beginning of the week. They have a special cleanup. You know, beginning of the week cleanup, but then there's the in between time cleanup. So when you say in that case, you're required to do the 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 regular cleanup. That's considered clean. They consider clean between two products. That's considered clean. Or should you say should we be require them to go do the beginning of the week cleanup, the allergen cleanup? Okay. So, Rabbi um, Shachter thought that there's no reason to require them to do. There's no reason men have been to require them to do the allergen cleanup. Even the first cleanup is considered uh, that's considered a, a considered a clean. But it's a but it's a but it's a 
Uh, yeah, they do have extras, so to speak, and extras the heroes to do that. But he had his own proof on it, which is just like I said to you. If you weren't so sophisticated, you would think that you have to clean up every bit of air. Right? An average lay person, you walk the street and say, how much you have to clean before you cash her? They say, you got to get every last bit of No, no, leaving little bits afterwards. So he says, so if he comes from the, from the side of the Oino, from the Chosher Mishpah side of it, he says that consumers are expecting us when we oversee a, a cleaning before they make kosher products, that they should clean it like they would do it in their house. So he thinks that we're misleading consumers when we don't do that. Okay, that's a, you know, if, if the company has a choice to do it, to do it as it, to do it as it, consumers do what we do. That's that's exactly what we can access. Whenever he gets this, this this type of thing for Rabbi Shaffer, you know, we have a long time before we get up to question Mishnah. You know, we have to get through your day first. You know, okay, okay, fine. Okay, so now back to our day. So Rabbi Shaffer had a question. He says like this: Our din says. The Mechavah says, if you have something with little holes and cracks and crevices, you have to, you, you could clean it and then you could use it, clean it carefully and you could use it for Pesach. And the Ramah says, the mimic is that we don't use those things. Things that have little holes and cracks or, or filter, or something with NTS, you know, we don't use it. So, Rabbi Shekhtar's question was, does this mimic say, is it like superseding the Mishnahis and Trumas? Mishnahis and Trumas said that you can leave little bits of Ben left over. That's okay. You can get away with little bits of Ben. That's for Pesach. We've been talking about every, every yes in the world that about the Pesach. That's a Ramash. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Good. So, the, the answer is... No, no. Okay. We have more to say that. You're, you're right. That's where we're heading to. But this... So, right. Uh, uh, it's because Hamas is the Mashu. Because the guy is going to... The problem here is that the person is going to use this thing on Pesach. So here with hummus is the mashu. So the the if like you said before, if I'm making food before Pesach, I'm making a production today for food to eat on Pesach. So the little mashu that might be left in there is going to be bottled, and I'll be able to use, no problem. It's bottled before Pesach. So then the regular what the Rosh said makes sense. What the Rosh says is it'll be bottled. Why would you make chayzer because we don't say chayzer. The thing is, we don't say chayzer. That's about pirates, right? We're going to the pirates. The lach, the lach, the lach, the lach. Pirates, pirates, the lach, the lach. There's no chayzer there. Right? Okay. So we're saying it's not only by pirates. Only, only, or by liquids. Right? By anything that where there's not going to be a piece of the end thing there that's going to be a, a noticeable yavish that's going to be safe. Right? So the pirates, yes, most. Most of the if you have three pieces of food, one of comments. So even though it's bottle by rice all year long, but on pesach we say it comes back not bottle. But make sure powder is not considered like two separate things. It's considered like a liquid mixture. Okay. So now this. So that, but that means that if you're making food from before, it'll be bottle. That's it. You're okay. Now there's, there's two other examples of two other examples of things. Three other examples of cases where the rashes as far as not going to work, and those are. Um, one is for Pesach, which is if you're making, there's nothing to do, it's a mushroom, but if you're making egg masses, so when you make egg masses, even the slightest amount of water in a masses made with made Paris, we hold them in a din, they're not machmet, but if you even the slightest amount of water, it is machmet. So there, you can't say, I basically got the equipment clean, and that little bit of water that's there, okay, it's a little bit, I did it, I did it, since. Even even at the slightest amount of water will make the isa be machmet. Excuse me. Therefore, you have to get off every little bit of water. You can't leave even a little bit and say, "Oh, I'm being sambuk hadidik kederach machmet." And another example is if a person had chadash, um, which is double shaped material, and therefore it's not bottle. So if it's min mean it's not bottle. So therefore, the person can't leave. Can't say, "I did basically a cleanup," and the little bit that's left, don't worry about. That's okay. That that I don't have to clean that much. Because over there, it's not going to be bottled. Okay, which, which this is a very lamaisa case, which is the way you, when you when you when you 
when you store barley for a long time, you store it with the shell on the outside of it, and then you pearl it when you're getting closer to selling it. You, the pearling means to scrape off the edges, the outside, and you to make it shiny like a pearl. And then you, so that's done closer to packaging, because okay? it stores better before pearling. So the people who want to make, who want to make yashim barley said they want to make, they want to put it away in, in the spring, or in the, in the early summer, and then as the year goes on, every time they need to make a new packet, a new run, they'll pearl it and package it. Okay, the problem is that the pearling machines have never been cleaned since they were installed. Okay, it doesn't, doesn't spoil, so it's been sitting there for 50 years. So the, the pearl, the pieces that are there from last year, who cares? They're yashim. But the pieces, if I the guy's making weeks and weeks of productions of yashim, of chadash. And then he comes, okay, now open up the special package, you know, the special bin of, of chadash uh, barley, of yashim stuff. He's not, he, has, he doesn't even know, there is no way to clean out this machine. Okay, and, and in that machine, what's it going to be? Tiny bits that would have been considered clean. But there'll be some kernels left inside there <coughs> that are just, uh, uh, you know, amazingly difficult to try to clean those that, which would make it difficult. Okay, if it happens to be that in that case, there's a platform of Yashim that had to deal with it. No, we're not going to talk about that. But I mean, it's, just, it's just an example that there are times that the rule just saying, okay, I did a Kedera Kamachabim doesn't work in all cases. And an example from the other extreme is the Rosh is assuming that the amount that's left over is going to be brought to Mashishim. Okay, But there are cases, people who do work, particularly who work with oils, deodorizing and stills and all kinds of fancy equipment that uses oil, oil also doesn't spoil, doesn't go rancid like that. And what happens is, this equipment, which is used hot, has got, often will have caked on years' worth of oil sitting on the thing. So I can't say, I got it, I did it, because I, I cleaned as much as, they consider that clean, that's good enough for them, so I cleaned it off well enough. Because there, the amount that's left is may not be bought to the The whole rush assumes that what you have left will be bought to the shishim, therefore it ain't coming off the bottom. If I leave, if I leave so much on there that it's not going to be bought to the that's not normal, not typical, in normal, the typical house, you clean off well beyond that. But if, if you have kind of equipment that you leave dirty, then that's not, it's not, um, you can't use the rush. In the case of the barley, what have we cooked the bags will not have any of that stuff, right? Yes. What have we cooked the polish? I buy a bag, right? Yes. It's called a polish, tell me, yeah. So they have none, zero of the left over. Right. So it's a double-shaped material, it's not possible. It's a double-shaped material. You don't think on the polish side? I don't believe so. I don't remember exactly, but I don't think so. Um, the whole thing is awesome, because why are you like this? You can eat it tomorrow. I, I, I seem to remember that zero. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyhow, okay, you can be honest, the Yashim barley has a platform of Yashim, how they made it. Some people choose to bag it way back in the summer. When, they actually, when there's no chadash yet, they bag it then, and then they put it away. That has other problems. That has bugs, problems with bugs in it. So, you know, you know this, this has an advantage to baking it. Okay. Now, I want to turn to two specific cases, two specific cases of things. We'll talk about how to, we said we'll wait to talk about how to cash them. Um, but they both them have the exact same child. The same child which we gave to Arjun. That's why we're waiting for here. And they are cashing the microwave and dishwasher. Okay, we saw in Halach, in Yudal, that Zaya comes, when you cook something with Zaya, the Zaya that rises up carries with it the time, and it makes other things straight. So if I put a cup of soup into my, into my microwave, the Zaya that comes out of that makes the top of the soup, of the microwave flesh or tray or whatever, whatever the time of that thing is, it makes the thing trace. We also saw, the Ramad says that if, <coughs> then I put kosher food into there, and the kosher food gives off vapors, and those vapors condense on the top, then they're trafe, those vapors are trafe, and then they drip back down to your food, makes your food trafe. Okay? So, and that very much happens in the microwave. 
course it does, because the microwave, the walls are cold, so when the hot vapors hit the walls, they condense. And there's plenty of condensation on the top, and it drips into your food to make your food safe. So the microwave becomes safe, and it needs to be cautioned in order to use it. So the standard way that people say you should cash it, what do you do is, you clean it out, wait it for a day, take out the glass plate because you can't cash a glass, put in a cup of water, and what you do is you let the water, you let the water boil for a very long time. So what happens is two things. First of all, the chamber gets filled with zeya. So it's kabbalah kachpolta, just like the blea went in through zeya, you cash it through zeya also. And second is that if you do it right, the water, as it expands, will overflow out of the cup. It'll spill out, it'll, as it expands, it overflows out of the cup which will capture the bottom of the microwave the way it got a bleed, which is through things spilling over also. Okay, so what, you do, what you're doing is you, you, let, you put in a, a nice, a good amount of water, a bowl or a cup of water, real, relatively it's little. Over, it's yeah, no. It's not it's never, never. And it did not spill over? Never. Never. Spill over. never. Okay. Only in Okay, good. Okay, so then I'm wrong. Okay, that's, that's my impression that it does. Okay, we'll try it. Um, so the, okay. So then uh, at, at least... It's steam. You barely saw steam? Yeah. No, there's definitely a steam because it really evaporates. Yeah, there's no, there's no sound, but no, no. Okay. We'll, we'll try it. Maybe we'll bring it into the, into the staff meeting. We'll bring the microwave and we'll try it over there. Okay. Right, okay. Okay, so that's the way you do it. Okay, that's very nice. Everything works. The question is like this. There's a simple question. The, the, every microwave has in it a little grating, like a venting. I think it's a vent for the steam to get out. That's what I'm assuming what it's there for. It's got, and it's got, what does it have? And it's got a little bunch of, a uh, hundred little holes in it, a couple of inches of little holes like you have in your, like in, in any strainer. So the Ramah said that the minute is that we don't, things that have little holes that are hard to clean, we don't clean them for Pesach. We clean and catch them for Pesach because you can't get rid of the band. Okay, now microwaves, some people are very neat about the microwave, but in most houses, things splatter all over the place. So, and it's, ridiculously hard to get your, you're going to get your head into the microwave to try to clean out those holes. So, if we, the Ramah says the many years, if we don't clean out things like strainers that have little holes in them because they're hard to clean, so even if you try to, you're not allowed to clean it and use it for Pesach, so how are you going to cash your mouth for Pesach? So, so what what you is going to go in and then hit back? Not this, I'm not talking about, no, this is what happens. Yeah, the steam, when the vapors go out, if they condense on something, they create trafa, that yeah. the, the condensation is trained, and then it drips into your food. That's what I'm about. That is basically food. Depends, it depends on the size. Okay. Would that be a problem? It's not going to hit back into your food. Okay. So, okay. So if the vents are, if the vents are in the side, um, that's less of a concern. But be, okay, that's less of a concern. Would, would it help if you have a paper towel? That's my wife always does. Put a paper towel on top of the food. Right. Yes, that would potentially help you. Um, yes. Okay. Because. The, the reason is that if you put a paper towel, you could really, you could really basically use a tray microwave that way also. Because the Ramah says if you have vapors will drift down in, so then you'll, um, you just have to put a cover. There's a cover that doesn't come. Okay. So my, my question is, you're saying is I'm not going to, I'm basically going to pretend my microwave is trash. I'm, I'm going to catch it, but I'm going to pretend it's trash. I'm going to cover it. Okay. And we have the same question on a, on a dishwasher. A, a dishwasher, what, the way it works like this, you got to, on the bottom, water collects on the bottom. There's a heating element running through it, so it boils up the water on the bottom. And then it spritzes that water through either an arm on the top, an arm on the bottom, or both, and it spritzes the water all over your dishes to clean them up. So the, there's no question that the bottom, the basin where the water sits on the, on the bottom, is a cleavation. And there's food in there all the time, 
all the food that was on your plate is now sitting on the bottom of the So that's, because, that's for sure becoming trace. <coughs> How, whether it makes your dishes afterwards kosher trace, there's good reason to say that the whole thing is a cleavation. We had a din before of Hevel Hakter. When you have something that's full of steam, a cleavation full of steam, the tops of it are not considered ear cleavation. The tops of it are considered cleavation. So you yes, well done whether the rest of it is it's ear cleavation or real cleavation, but it potentially could make your plates in their trays. Can I just go back to my point? Yes. So let's say you're going to a motel and have a microwave. So you don't know if it was you, if it was like if it was nothing used to pass twenty four hours. Right. So so you, you're saying in that case you have to. I want to cash the, I want to be able to cash the microwave. So the first thing that has to be saying the binyam, I have to be clean the binyam. But how do I know saying the binyam? Yeah. So in fact, we have to turn to Shafu who said so you have to know that saying the binyam. We don't know. So we can use the microwave ourselves. That's right. So no, we, so then we would cash it. But it wouldn't help the cashier. So you'd have to know that it was anything. No, we, we wouldn't know. So therefore, you can't cashier. So therefore, people have to know. I think many people are under the assumption that you go to a motel, just cashier, and everything is good. Okay. So, 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 so to that he said, stamkenim b'neyemen is once I use the food and I have it in here, I can say, okay, stamkenim b'neyemen and it's motel. But to say that that should allow me to mm, choose to do a hagol on that, you can't do it. You can't do hagol based on stamkenim b'neyemen. Because if, if it's not in a binyam, I'm wasting my time. So I can only do it. That in, you may be, you may be able to figure out. I mean, if you want to, you know, open up the books in the hotel, maybe no one used this room yesterday. Maybe this room was empty yesterday, so the, the micro tag is in a binyam. So, but are you saying if you cover it, then it's okay anyway? Right. If you wrap your food, wrap your food. No, it's better. Who's that? Someone used the room. They used the room. Yes, that's the microwave. Right, that's true. Most guys don't microwave. Right. And that's what that's what Tyson says. Tom can't even remember. It's a sex thing. No, that's not what because guys use the can. Most guys don't microwave. They go to restaurants. That's true. Okay, okay. Fine. You can make such an argument. I know we asked Tom Shechter who said no. Tom can't even doesn't help you to then go proactively and say I'm now going to use. I'm going to cash my record based on that. Who says okay? But you could yes, you could definitely close up the food, wrap up the food. Okay. So in the in the dishwasher. In the dishwasher, so what do people say? How do you cash it? Change the racks. Okay. Why do they say change the racks? Change, well, sorry. First of all, some dishwashers are made of porcelain. Those can't be cashed, of course, because they're cheres. Some people hold you can't cash the plastic because they wouldn't cash the plastic dishwasher. Let's say we got pants. It's a stainless steel dishwasher. The first thing they say is change the racks. Why do you change the racks? Now, they're changing the racks because of this machaber and ramah. The racks have got a million cracks and crevices for food to get stuck in. I mean, think about the place where you put the silverware. Okay, this guy, uh, you know, it's, 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 the whole thing is full of holes and little cracks. Like metal racks. The, the things that pull in and out. That I don't familiar cracks and crevices. Okay, every place, every spot where the pieces meet each other is, it, it, it's made in such a, whatever reason is, made in such a way that every one of those spots is a place where food can get stuck. Not, I'm not talking about the, where they meet. Where the bars, bars it's bars, bars, right? Right. Okay. Well, I'll, you come visit me after, after we leave. I don't know. Uh, this is for my microwave. I don't know. Not, not microwave. It's dishwasher. Dishwasher. I'm sorry. I'm dishwasher. I'm talking about dishwasher. Yeah. And every place where the bars meet each other is a is a then is a funny. That's like a strainer. I mean, how do you know that's like a strainer? No, no. I, I, I didn't say that that's the minute. No, I'm not. I'm saying is that the machabes is things with, we've had before also things with, with lots of cracks and crevices is difficult to clean, and th- those racks have got loads of those kind of places. So that's why it's. Very common that people say you have to replace the racks if you want if you want to catch your dishwasher. Okay. Now, then, wait a second. Okay, so we got fine. You change your racks. Okay, you got rid of the racks. Okay. Now what do you do? Now you run into a cycle and you catch it. Okay. The problem is this: you look at the bottom of you pull out the racks and look on the bottom of the dishwasher. There's a drain there. Okay, but it's not just a plain old drain. The drain's got a filter over it. 
um, to catch the food that's coming down to it, okay? And that thing is, we could talk about whether the racks are or not the thing, but those, that drain at the bottom is for sure the filter that we're talking about the here that says that or the same kind of thing as this filter, the things that have little bits, little holes and things to fall into it, um, you can't cut the minigas and not use them for data. So one thing, you have to change this filter? No. No, it's a metal filter. If the stuff is bad over what is it So, so the, the fact that there's all the soap and water breaks it up, and with time, it's cleaning itself. But it's not... I don't, there's no point that it's perfect, it's not always perfectly clean. It's that it's always, let's say, 90% clean, and that's good enough. Because it's, it's continuously, you know, breaking down what's in there and getting it through the filter. But it's not, it's not. It must be not a little tiny filter like, like a screen, otherwise it couldn't go through. Okay, so. It must I'll be that bigger piece. I'm going to go through that drain. I'm going to tell you the story. No, so there may be a place for bigger pieces, but, or they're just getting broken up and they're going through. And I'll, and I'll tell you, here's the story. This is, mom should look cover the, the share. But a week or two ago, my kids told my wife that they don't want to empty the food out of the dishwasher because the dishwasher smells. That was, they came with a complaint. They don't want to empty the dishwasher because the dishwasher smells. Okay, she went to look at the dishwasher. Talking was true. It smelled. She went to look at it. And she pulled out the filter out of the bottom. And an, an absolute amazing amount of food came out of this thing, okay, which had obviously been sitting there for a while, and that's why it smelled. Okay, and what it, it took a, a wonderful effort to clean this out. Okay, it was, it was, that's how much, and now, for whatever reason, I don't know why we got stuck like that, and that never happened to us before. How old is this right now? Right, so, okay. Every once in a while, it has to, so, um, I, don't, I don't know how long it's going to be this right Okay, so how old is this right You don't put dishes in there. How old is this right I have no idea, it was there when we moved in. Oh, you have the Okay, so, and, and if, if I can, it, I'll, I'll tell you also, we just read an article, Reverend Jervo wrote about uh, making a hotel for pizza. So he says you should do, leave them to pass the dishwasher. We said, so what are you talking about? Why would you leave them to the dishwasher? So he said, so he, this is, and he said, he said, look at this thing. He says, look, pull out the screen. He says, and you'll see that there's loads of on it. And he says, and you'll say, I have no way to clean it. He says, as soon as you put the torch onto it, well, half more drama says that leave and cow gets rid of the end. He says, all of a sudden you see all this food burning. He says, you, you, you won't realize even how dirty it is until you try to leave McCall in it. Now, I, I wouldn't try to leave McCall in it. Yeah. Well, the point was, you have to leave McCall. However you're going to do that, he's going to do it with a bulldog. Maybe we'll be less courageous than he is. Okay, and he'll, so, so the question is, if there's going to be the end, if there's this filter on the bottom there, then how are you catching this potato? Okay, how could you say you're going to catch this for year round? You say, I did as much as I could. And what that's left is, I did what I could. But if you can't do it for Pesach, so have, the same question we had for the month. Okay, so I asked these questions to many prominent people, and I got shrugs and shoulders, basically, from people. Okay, until I asked these questions to Rabbi Schwartz. Um, last year, before Pesach, we redid the, the guide to Tzvila's Kalim and Hagot, and Hefsher Kalim, and I asked Rabbi Schwartz this question. Rabbi Schwartz says he thinks he has the answer. His answer is like this. He says, the minute that we have here, that even, that even if you make the effort to clean it, that's not good enough. You can't use it. That's in a case where you're using a filter and the food that is going to pass right through this filter. You can use this filter to filter your flour to make your matzahs. So if there's a piece of hummus left in this thing, it's going to get the end of that hummus is going to get into your Pesach food. So for that thing, for the chumrah, of someone not eating a piece of actual banned hummus on Pesach, the minute is that even if you try to clean it too big, you can't be sent on that. Says, that's fine for a case where the food actually touch, goes into it. Says, but in the dishwasher, we're not concerned that the food that's in that drain is going to end up on your plate. The problem is that that food, that the, the end that's on the bottom there, will make the water trace and will make your dishes trace through bleeds. You know, passing through, bleeds are going to pass through into your plate and they'll get into your food. You know, it's all through bleeds. So things that have to do just with bleeds, 
So it doesn't say such a minute like that. The minute case, all the cases, all the cases we're talking about, this minute are cases where your food's going to give a basket that holds bread. So if I put my mass into the, the, the end that's left onto the air, it's going to get onto my food. So the minute, because of the seriousness of, of eating, of eating a piece of hummus, mamas, a piece of hummus and pesos. So we say, that kind of thing, you know, you can't do that. But when it's just a matter of something like, you know, more, you know, removed from the, from the food, then he wasn't concerned. So well, that food is boiled anyway, because it's full of stuff, Okay, that, that, I don't know if that's going to help with Pesach. I don't know if that's going to help us with Pesach. Is it not going to help us No. It's not going to also, it's not going to help us with Pesach. It's not going to help us with Pesach. That's not going to help us with so for a dishwasher, okay, so let's, let me just finish up. So for a dishwasher, this helps. This helps for a dishwasher. And for a microwave, it, now it's debatable. If the microwave has holes, like David said, that's on the side, like the two microwaves upstairs, the holes are on the side, the vents are on the side. So you could say that the end can't, the end that's in there can't possibly get into my food. And if you'll say that the other parts of you can clean well, then you say, fine. I don't have to worry about the end getting into my food. Okay, but if you have holes in the top, like my microwave does. I checked this home last night. The microwave in my house has a hole on the top also. It has on the side and on the top. So then, this is not helping you. Because then, the, the, the end that's in there, that could get into your food. Okay? So, because of that, the, the, when we rewrote the guidelines last year, it tells you how to catch your microwave. And it says something like, um, like it's commendable or something, something nice to cover your food afterwards also. Okay, that is to prevent this thing from dropping. That was, but oh, I, 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 my microwave, the holes are not so small. Like anything like a strainer. Do you think that the easiest thing those holes have? Yeah. Do you think you're right. inside the hole? I don't inside my the holes. Do you think the holes are smaller than the holes of a of a grater? Look at your grater that you for grating your mat your marrow and pickup. It's serrated. It's like it's very you know it's very it's rigid. It's tiny little ridges. It's okay. like, just hole. It's pretty smooth. It's just a bunch of holes. You can clean and you can make it. You can wipe it and look at them. It's completely clean. I'm going to look at my mind. Okay, so you want to say that the, the Rambo had, had three cases. He had a, a filter, he had a, a grater, and uh, I don't know what a Kishore Chaim is, I don't know what that is, and he said, I'm a basket, like a, like a wicker basket that has all those holes in it. He said, he said, the Chen called Kiyotibzeh, all these kind of things. So you're saying is your thing is not Kiyotibzeh. Your, your holes are, I mean, that it was, are, are, okay, you think your holes are not, are not as difficult to clean up. Okay, so if you want to go that way, but I don't think that way, but okay, that's fine. Okay,